0: KTRS Red salutes Heart Health Month, presented by St. Luke's Hospital Heart and Vascular Institute. CJ's O'Fallon, United Healthcare, and KTRS cares. KTRS, once again, proud to bring you Heart Health Month, and we look at the different issues that affect that part of your body, which is fairly important. Your ticker. Yeah, a little bit, kind of important. Dr. Dr. Ravi Johar always fills in those medical blanks for us, and we appreciate it. He's chief medical officer at United Healthcare. Yes, the doctor is in the house.
1: And he's the chief.
0: And the chief. Hi, chief. <laughs> How
2: are you guys? You're good. always great to be. Well, I love it.
1: Oh, uh, we are really good. But you know what? It is an important thing. This is Heart Awareness Month in the month of February. We've almost made it all the way through. I think one of the most interesting things, and we talk about it from year to year, but it's a nice reminder of what the warning signs are for men versus women when it comes to heart disease.
2: Sure. I mean, I think heart disease is is something that's, you know, such a huge issue that it gets an entire month to itself and very well deserved. And the thing when people think about heart disease is they think about heart attacks Um, Although heart disease actually encompasses not only heart attacks, but also uh, cardiac arrest, cardiac failure, hypertension, and strokes. So I think all of those things go into the whole thing that we call cardiac disease. And cardiac disease itself, actually, people don't realize how much it costs us, uh, not only in in health and and lives, but in money. If uh, you're so inclined to think of it that way, the actual cost of heart disease in the United States uh, last year was over $216 billion in just medical costs, and then another $147 billion in lost wages and productivity. Wow. So Those it's are... almost that's, – that's almost real money. Yeah, it yeah. is. a fair amount of cash. So this question – or... Men and women, the, the question Julie was asking – I'm sorry. Uh, the question Julie was asking, the biggest thing that people talk about when they think about heart heart attack is crushing pain on, on your chest, like an elephant sitting on your chest. Um, and that is the case for, for really both, but mainly for men. For women, they tend to actually have a lot more pain in their back and upper back. And don't think of it as, as a heart attack because they're hurting someplace else. Why? And we don't know. It just seems to be it's more in the back and then a lot more lightheadedness and, and nausea and vomiting, whereas men tend to have a lot more pain in the arm. Uh, both have the same amount of jaw and neck and back and not jaw and neck pain. And then discomfort in the shoulder and shortness of breath is the same with both. But we don't know why the difference is. But it's just something that, you know, since they have everyone's thinking of heart attack as just being in the chest in front, they don't think of it in the other places as being the same sort of thing.
0: So a few years back, I had a triple A. And um, that's an aortic dissection and aortic aneurysm.
2: Ascending aortic uh, yeah, aneurysm. Yeah. They,
0: they had to do uh, a bunch of surgeries. But... Everybody says, "How's your heart doing? How'd you how'd you do after that heart surgery?" And I tell them it wasn't my heart. But what is the relationship between one's aorta and your heart?
2: So the heart is the organ that is pumping the blood through everything uh, throughout your body. The aorta is the biggest pipe leading out of the heart. So that's where all the blood that the heart is pumping out goes down your aorta. That's the biggest artery in the body. The aorta is a large artery. And that's, that, leads, that takes the oxygenated blood throughout the body. And then the aorta is the huge, big one, and then it breaks down to all these smaller arteries getting it uh, throughout the other parts of the body. Then the veins pick up all that blood after the oxygen has been pulled out by the, the body and returns it back up to the heart, and that one is called the vena cava. That's the big pipe leading back into the heart.
1: So is that what they called the widow maker back in the day?
2: Yeah.: uh, Actually, the widowmaker is one of the arteries that's on the heart itself, that because you have to get the heart, obviously, as a living organ, has to have blood itself to function, and that is the cardiac arteries. And the, the widowmaker is the left uh, a, a, uh, <laughs> the left left uh, artery leading down in the anterior part of the heart, left anterior descending artery.
0: So as we've got months dedicated to particular health issues, whether it's cancer or heart health, um, I assume the goal is to make people more aware, get checked out. But at the end of the day, does it really move the ball in actually producing medical advances?
2: I think the big thing is awareness, because actually heart disease or cardiac arrest due to are, have actually decreased. Now, heart disease is still, still the number one killer of both men and women, but the number of fatalities has gone down. So I think it is having an effect. Um, and the biggest things we know with, with heart disease are the preventive things you can do, the yeah. lifestyle changes. And I think the more that we get that information out there about how important it is and how you address all the other things that go along with that, you know, the hypertension, the high cholesterol, the obesity, um, those are things you can do. So you said the heart is pretty much the center of everything. Your heart doesn't work, you you don't do well. Talk yeah.
1: about the exercise. What, what what do you recommend?
2: It's it's amazing that even if you do something as minor, everyone's heard about the like ten thousand steps a day um, as being a goal, which we've talked about before. Is not it, it's an arbitrary number, but we found that if you can walk an additional five hundred steps a day, which is about a quarter of a mile that can de- lead to a 14% decreased risk of heart disease.
1: Wow. So just that's
2: something as simple as 500 steps.
1: That's enticing. And I you mean, get
0: to Claude Missouri in a month and a half. <laughs> I just um, do the marathon.
1: Okay. So also, I, I when we talk about the weight issue, where do you weigh in on the trisepatides? Because I know Excuse that- Excuse me? The- well, he'll know what I'm talking about in a second. The monjuros, the Ozempics. Where do Ozympics. you weigh in? Where oh, do you like weigh in? I'm just, the because the GLP if, ones. if the GLP ones, if you've tried everything else, kind of thing, and and nothing has worked for you, but this will help, and it, it takes some strain off of your heart. Correct.
2: Well, as as you know, I mean that's one of the big things that's going on now. We know that that anything that decreases weight is going to help decrease with obesity. And we know that decreasing obesity will have an effect on everything. And that's for the reason that, that these medications are now being considered for medical therapy, and the people are saying that maybe we shouldn't just be treating diabetes, because that's what these medications were designed for is for diabetic diabetics, type 2 diabetics. Um, but the side effect from the type 2 diabetics being treated was that they lost weight. So now the question comes in: are the side effects from these medications enough to outweigh the benefits? And I think that's where the research and all the discussion is occurring right now. It's obviously a very uh, you know, hot, hot topic these days, a lot of discussion, a lot of research going on, because they are not benign medications. It's not something that you can take um, lightly. And the studies on it basically are once you start it, it's a lifetime medication. It's not something that you can take uh, to say, hey, I want to lose a quick 10, 15 pounds before this wedding. This is something you'll need to stay on the rest of your life or there's side effects of getting off of it. Um, The chief of them being very, very rapid gain. Uh, I've heard up to a pound a day in in weight
0: gain. So there are so many different things that can happen to the heart and there are tests to check most all of them out. But if I had to put them in order, starting at, you know, the most important, what tests should I get first?
2: I think everything starts with getting into your doctor just for a good physical exam. Yes. They're going to listen for any murmurs, they're going to check your blood pressure, um, and they may even do an EKG. But everything starts with getting into that doctor for that first visit, um, just to kind of assess your, your risk factors, your family history, and then they'll determine what other test is the most important one for you.
1: What kind of a role does family history play in this?
2: It's it's a large one, depending on, on what the uh, the areas are. I mean, the the biggest cause for things is, um, you know, is like primary hypertension or things of that sort that we don't have a, an indication for a reason for it. But a lot of uh, everything else goes along with family history. Now the question is, is it genetic or is it more social? You know, if if your family is is into eating a lot of of unhealthy food, um, is that genetic or is that familial? Um, but that's not even really family history. I think what you're asking is, you know, is there a genetic component to it? And we think that there is, but we don't have anything that definitively says that.
0: Well, it's always good to talk to you, and it's also very comforting that you're the only doctor whose cell phone number I have. So
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry for those late night texts you're gonna get from John Carter.
0: <laughs> He's the chief medical officer for United Healthcare. And a regular here on the Big 550 and as part of Heart Health Month. Filling in some of the blanks. Doc, we appreciate it.
2: It's my pleasure to be with you.
0: Thank you so much. Be listening all this month for more ways to improve your heart health during KTRS Red Heart Health Month. Presented by St. Luke's Hospital Heart and Vascular Institute, CJ's O'Fallon, United Healthcare, and KTRS Cares.